Good afternoon. Welcome to another episode of the Thirsty Mom Podcast, powered by Thirst. My name is Lori Thompson. I'm your host today. And in the Mill Creek shop today, I'm sitting with Elise. Elise, welcome. Thanks. So happy to be here. (laughs) It is so great to be here with you. I have so many questions. I love, tell us what your Instagram handle is right off the bat. So it's three kids travel and we talk about traveling with kids, sharing tips and itineraries and kind of what it really looks like to travel with your kids. Yes. And I love that. There are so many different things I want to talk to you about, about this because especially here in Utah, a lot of people have a lot of families and we do a lot of traveling. What, when was the first time you started traveling with your kids? So when my oldest daughter was four weeks old, we took her on her first trip to California from Utah. So first plane flight, we, me and my husband met in California, so we wanted to take her back to kind of where we had met. Nice. And how did that first trip go? It was kind of a nightmare. <laughs> she, we figured out she had reflux on that oh, trip. Shoot. She, ha- she cried a lot. <sighs> we had a great time still. Like, it was really fun. She was a baby, so she slept a lot. Yeah. But as a new mom, I was paranoid you're, about everything. Right, you're frantic, right. And I already am prone towards anxiety, and my husband is more like, oh, everything's fine. So we're a good mix when we travel because he doesn't care. And he was like, let's just figure out how this traveling with kids things work. Every time it's going to be something new, something's yeah. going to change. So each time we'll get better at it. Oh my gosh. Okay. So how many kids do you have? Three. Three kids. And what are their ages now? So I have a 12 year old, a 10 year old and a seven, almost eight year old. So you've been doing this for 12 years. Like yes. now, you, now you're a pro at traveling with children. It really does feel like we finally kind of hit that sweet spot because our kids can manage themselves a lot much better right now that they're older right right so and we're not dealing with babies and diapers and strollers and oh gear gosh. the the amount of luggage to take for a small child is like I just flew in a couple days ago and this lady had this huge double stroller the baby here the other kid there the car seat there that like you could see the diaper back like there are so much stuff for that tiny little human being and you don't just like travel to like st. George and you're like internationally traveling Tell me some of the places that you've gone. Okay, so we, most recently we went to Costa Rica with our girls, and we've been to Japan, and China, and France, and London, lots of places. Um, We haven't taken them to Italy yet, I was thinking that. Copenhagen, we took them to Amsterdam, um, and then all over the U.S. we've taken them. And Mexico. So, so how do you... How do you, with kids, get around? Like, how are you communicating? How are you finding hotels? How are you finding activities in all these foreign languages? I mean, foreign countries. So I am a, I will toot my own horn and say I'm a really good researcher. Nice. So I just read a lot of blogs. I feel like a lot of people who are in my boat write a lot of great content. And so I spend a lot of time just Googling different cities, what to do with kids there, we obviously find our own things once we get there, but ahead of time, I try to make like a general itinerary. So nice. there's just right now because of the internet, there's so many resources out there for families that it's not hard if you do a little research to find places that are great for kids. That is so awesome. So what languages do you or your husband or your kids even speak? So my husband speaks German and Russian and Spanish. Oh my gosh. And he started speaking Spanish when he was in elementary school. Wow. So he's fluent, beyond fluent. People, when he's in Mexico, they are just amazed at his language skills. And my girls all speak Spanish. Um, They've been speaking since they were three each. And then I speak Spanish. 
and try to learn other languages. But I'm my family; they're all amazing linguists, and I'm not that great at picking it up. <laughs> so they they take you around. Yes. They, well, that makes traveling. I mean, I I know this much Spanish. It makes traveling to those places a little bit easier when you can have some kind of a communication. But how? So what? How does your husband know all these languages? That's amazing. So he served an LDS mission. Um, and spoke Spanish on that, but also since he already knew a little bit of Spanish going into that, he used the study time to learn Russian and German. And then he lived in Russia, taught English in Russia, and he worked in Germany for an uh, international company. Holy moly. I mean, I can't even think Russian language. That to me it seems so. I mean, Spanish is a little bit more, I don't know. Normal for us to learn, but all I mean, I can, how can he remember when he's in Russia? How can he not speak German or Spanish? Like, how can he not get you it know? All it's one of those things where I'm amazed every time. But he's <laughs> taken a lot of he does some work for the State Department in traveling to Russia and speaking to entrepreneurs, oh and he will just land there and it comes back to him. Oh my and gosh. he can just it's do a gift. it. It is. It is. Wow. So I'm going to play the devil's advocate. Some people are going to say, why travel with children? They're never going to remember this. They're, why waste your money? Why plan this huge thing and they're never going to remember it? What would you, what do you say to that? I will say there's truth to that if that's how you feel. I don't think you should travel with your kids. But I think it's like anything else, the experience as a family that you're having. I think kids do pick up things. Obviously, we read to our kids. We do other things with our kids when they're babies and toddlers. And we expect them to pick those things up. So travel is just another one of those things. I think also with my girls, since we started traveling so young, now they are pros. So we don't, we didn't really run into major toddler problems on planes because that was like a, just a second world to them is traveling. Um, so I think a lot of the experiences we have are also for ourselves. So as adults, sometimes we don't want to have to find babysitters to take our kids. And it's easier to travel sometimes and take your kids with you. And we would just make wherever we went kid friendly, but also mix in activities for ourselves. And it's a good way also to bond with your family and kind of oh, learn how sure. you work in different situations. Yeah, so. that is so great. I know I've got a big family. We travel all the time, but I get that question. And I'm like, yeah, they're, exactly what you said. They're not going to remember, but it's still that bonding. Yeah. And your girls are so good. I went through your Instagram and like when they were all little, they had their little iPads with their little panda earphone. And that's what you have to be prepared. You have to bring the snacks and the activities for especially these longer trips. We yes. haven't taken our kids internationally um, like you have, but it's, yeah, it's all that planning, which is awesome. So how do you choose a place to go? So we often choose some place based on where we can find, find good flights. So we'll have a bucket list of places we want to go or places actually that we think would be more fun with kids okay. when they're younger or at different ages. Like there's certain countries where I'm like, I don't really care. Like taking my kids to Russia. Now I might take them to Russia. But when they were younger, my husband would want to take us there. And I'm like, I don't feel like that. I don't feel that draw. Yeah. So, um, but we look for flights. We look for places that have something unique that we can do there. Or a lot of times we just want to have like a city experience or a country experience and pretend like we live in those countries. Oh my goodness. And so we'll just decide like, what country do we want to pretend we're from oh, wow. this year and go to Ireland and Scotland and live in a farmhouse or something. And how long are you going on your vacations for? We range between like... Um, a weekend. Sometimes we'll do two weeks. We Our first huge international trip with kids when my girls were two, five, and seven was three weeks in Europe. But that's pretty much the longest we've ever gone. Wow. 
and that was long. That is long. I was ready were to come you, home. Were you in one place or were you traveling around? No, we went to four different countries. Oh, and that's even harder then. And I had a two-year-old. She was amazing, but she literally was awake the entire 11-hour flight from Salt Lake to Amsterdam. Like, awake. Oh, my gosh. Actually, I think I did read that post. That was pretty funny. I did remember that. Okay, so you, are you just traveling with family? I mean, with your children? Are you doing with your husband? Do your other siblings come with their kids? How do you... We always do, like, every other year we do a big family trip with my parents and my family. And then my husband's family, we usually do one big trip with them every year or every other year. Um, sometimes we'll, we did a siblings trip with one of my siblings to Nantucket, which oh, was fun. really fun. Rented a beach house. Um, and then my husband and I try to go once or twice a year on, like, a couple's trip. Just with either just with us or with other couples. Okay, so you were kind of raised then traveling. Yes. So that's what it was like already in your blood. Yes. Thank goodness your husband feels the same way, right? <laughs> yes, he is. He's a go-getter even more than me. Like right before COVID, he went on a trip to Yemen, landed in ISIS-controlled Yemen, to go to this island that's in the middle of nowhere to kind of explore oh. with a group of people. So he's kind of hit this level where he's ready to do like crazy adventure travel. Oh my I'm not gosh. there yet, but. Yes, he loves, he's in Mexico right now for work, but he's constantly traveling. So, so. is he traveling for work? Not always. Not he's, always. He does for fun now more than work. Oh but. my gosh. I know, I thought at first, and I had spoken to you about this earlier, that I thought your husband worked for some kind of an airline industry of somehow because you guys are able to travel so much, but he's an entrepreneur and that's why he just has time where he can work as he travels places. That is so nice. Yes. So where is, where's like a, the next thing? Like what's the next on your bucket list? Well, it's been tricky with COVID because we haven't really gotten to travel as much as we would like. And honestly, our next trip that we're taking that I'm really excited about isn't actually a bucket list because we've been there before with our girls, but they have been dying to go back to France. And I think with France locked down and having so much COVID issues, we haven't been able to go. And we finally just booked that for spring break. Oh, fun. And I'm so excited. Because they were be so great. little when we went last. So. Oh, that'll be fun. That'll be so much fun. So what is like a crazy story that's something that's happened to you or your girls on the airplane or somewhere at a hotel or something that has happened that's been out of the ordinary? Uh, well, when we first landed in Copenhagen, this was our first big international trip. We were walking uh, with our stroller and our kids and kind of playing by this big lake. And our stroller, we left it unlocked. And our stroller got blown by a huge gust of wind. And it had all of our phones in it. Oh, no. All of our cameras. This was like four days into our trip. All of our means of communication landed in the lake including our stroller and so for the next eight days Copenhagen didn't have an Apple store the next eight days we really had no way to get in touch with each other while we were walking around oh my gosh or navigating and we I'd never been there before oh shoot so just trying to figure out how to travel without all of those resources yeah was a little bit crazy and you had the three girls too at that time we had all of the girls with us oh my gosh so they were a little traumatized because we were but freaking out. But no one was out. in the stroller, just the no equipment. One, okay. No one was in the stroller. They almost got blown away by the stroller. I had to grab them out of the way. Well, I should have oh stopped the stroller, gosh. but I was trying to save my kids. Right. <laughs> and, and it wasn't that deep of a lake, but still. Still. And back then, like now the iPhones are fine being yes. in the water, but back then, no. oh shoot. So how did you, how did, how did you come out of that situation? 
Well, we, my husband went off and tried to research and figure out how to fix the phones. And I tried to regroup and go back to the apartment trying to find it um, and walk up the eight That's stairs right, to it. Any, oh yeah, my gosh. No yes, GPS. No GPS. Um, and then we went back to the, our apartment and had internet there. So we tried to research and figure out the layout of the city and figure out where we were going to go and make a plan. And then every day we had to stay together, which my husband doesn't stay with us. He's a wanderer. Oh, no. So we lose him in every city we go to. So this was a little scary. (laughs) You're like, not too far ahead, sweet. Oh, man. Oh, my gosh. And so it was four days into that. It was a two-week trip? That was the first three-week long trip. That was the long one. Oh, my goodness. Yes. Did you at least go get a camera? Did you go buy something so you could take more footage of everything? We actually had an iPad back at the apartment. So I was one of those people walking around with an old iPad. I was so embarrassed. And the pictures are not good. So from that whole Copenhagen trip, we don't really have very many pictures. Oh, shoot. So what made you decide to make this account, the Three Kids Travel account on Instagram? We've always been a traveling family, like I said, when, even from my, when my girls were little. And people were always asking us questions about how we were managing to do it. And also people were saying, you're going to have to slow down, you're going to have to stop. And we wanted to show people that you can travel with your kids, that it can be local travel, it can be camping, it can be do anything. And there are, there are benefits for your family from traveling with kids or from anybody with traveling, traveling yeah. in general. So we just wanted to showcase what we were doing and then give tips and motivation for other people. But it actually really started was when we were planning that three-week trip and we wanted to connect with other travel families. So I started my Instagram account to really just learn from other people. And then we just kind of got to become part of this great community of travel families. Yeah, you've completely blown up, which is awesome. And yes, I see... Like I said, I have a big family and we travel, like we just take a few kids on the bigger trips, but I love that you take all the kids wherever you go. It's so, it's such a great, like they don't even understand how awesome their life is. They'll get it a little bit later on, but it's so great that you take the time and you take the effort to plan it and to, to take them on these amazing wild adventures. So what are some tips for some listeners that maybe are hesitant, they've got a baby or a toddler, what are some the basic tips that you can share? I would first say start small. A lot of times people see like us traveling to China and they think like, well, I can't do that. And I didn't think I could do that either. And actually I had no desire ever to do that. My first two kids were pretty hard. So we, were, we did a lot of just local travel to visit families, um, travel to different big cities in the US. We love Yellowstone. We love you know anything in Southern Utah. But start small. Um, short trips, especially with babies when you're adjusting to your schedule getting totally thrown off. And I think sometimes we think our kids, speaking of schedules, I think sometimes we think our kids need to be in these rigid schedules as babies and toddlers with naps and that kind of thing. But as we let go of some of that stuff when we travel, I think you learn that your kids are a lot more resilient than you think they are. Like I just got uh, one of my Instagram followers messaged me the other day after a trip and she said you know what you were right my kids did way better than I thought they would and that was the message I learned when we went on that international trip that I honestly had no desire to go on but my husband was like we can do this I have a lot of anxiety so I was like I don't think so and after we finished I was like my kids did amazing I would never have envisioned them being able to handle so much jet lag so much so many changes different languages different food and I think we think our kids like you know, need to stay in the structure sometimes. And I think when you get them outside of that, you can, you can learn a lot of new things about your family. 
That's awesome. I love that. I know. I feel like you got to lower your expectations yeah. just a yes. little bit. <laughs> yeah. I think the expectations is also like give yourself some grace. Like on airplanes, if your kid cries, it's okay. Everybody's been through that before. Or if your kids aren't cooperating, I've had kids throw tantrums all over Europe. It's not going to look like, I think sometimes people look at like Instagram or whatever and they think it's amazing because they see these pictures. No, your kids are your kids wherever you are. They're going to do some of the same things. So don't expect it to be this always magical experience. Just like at home, it's not always magical with your family. But I think tantrums in London and Hyde Park, that's way more fun than (laughs) tantrums at the zoo or something. So I think expectations for sure. If you lower those... Oh, I love that. I love that you shared that because it's it's a problem with Instagram. Everything looks absolutely perfect. Yeah. Even most of your pictures looks perfect. Yes. You're like, you don't see, or she just was crying like five minutes ago or whatever it was. And yes, things happen or plans have to change. Yeah. And you got to be, you got to be a little bit more loose. Of, yeah. <laughs> not so structured on trips. Oh my gosh. Yes. Okay. So what is, you said that you, were you talking about going to um, Africa soon? Yes. So okay. I just went to Africa in August on a service trip. And then my husband actually had this next trip in Africa planned before that. So we're going to Tanzania and we are running the Serengeti Half Marathon. Oh my goodness. Which I'm not very well trained for right now because <laughs> of all the rain we've been having here. Oh, what but, a great experience though. Holy moly. So we're doing that and then we'll also do a safari and a little bit of humanitarian work and then mostly just fun. So it's just you and your husband going on this trip. It's my, me and my husband and then a group of like 25 people we don't know. Okay, so you're going on it with that. Like, so the the safari is with the group. Yes, the whole trip is being planned by this this guy, Johnny, that my husband went to Yemen with. And my husband went on this trip to Yemen two years ago, and then he was going to go on this Africa trip. And I was, I invited myself on the trip. So it wasn't like we planned it together. He planned to go and I was like, like, huh, let me look at those notes. Why why don't I get to go on a trip that involves running? Because I'm a runner. So I was like, uh, I should go. Yes. I love that you brought that up. Thank you for reminding me. I was looking at your Instagram and I noticed that when you get to a different destinations, wherever in the world, you leave in the early in the morning and you go on this run and kind of like check out the sites. Tell me more about that. That's so clever. Well, so I've always done that. Even when I studied abroad, when I was growing up, I would go with some girls and we'd go running around a city. But I love being awake in a city before it kind of comes to life. And it's also a good way for me to explore and figure out what we're going to do later in the day or get ideas of things to do in new cities. Um, So I generally try to map out a run, but really I just run in one direction and then a different direction and hope I can find my way back. With my phone, obviously, it's easier now. But but yeah, it gives me a good, good insight into where we are. And then I get to see kind of the city waking up. Oh my gosh, I love that. I love that idea. And even if you're not a runner, like even just getting up before the city oh, walking. is awake, it's, yes, I've done that a couple times just because of time, you know, yes. the time is off. So I never intentionally did it like you did. <laughs> but it's such a great idea that you can see things in a different perspective, in a different yes. time when a million people are out and about. Oh my yes. gosh, I love it. I love it. Well, thank you so much for being here. One last question. Okay. I need to find out from you what is the next big no shoot what was the question thirst for what do you thirst for dang it see okay so one last question before you leave i need to know elise what do you thirst for um i feel like lately i'm thirsting for more adventure in my travel i've just i'm normally afraid of a lot of things and i've just started i went like bungee jumping or something repelling repelling 
um, off like a really tall cliff and whitewater rafting. And I think now I'm, I'm ready to start adding some more adventure into our family travel and to our regular travel. So thirsting for more adventure is probably my answer. That sounds a lot of fun. That's daring. I'm not sure if I want to do that. I'm with you. I'm kind of, but that's awesome. Well, thank you. Thank you so much for being here. Thanks.